Hello. Hi. We are recording. Clearly, we're professionals. I'm putting my computer under the table, <laughs> and we're sitting on the floor in our apartment. Yeah. 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 So anyway, today we're going to talk about everyone's problematic fave, Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> the Twilight... I'm a, oh, I was like leaning away. The Twilight series. The Twilight Saga. Yes. The Twilight Renaissance. Exactly. Both the books and the movies. Mm-hmm. But I first read twilight at the end of fifth grade i was almost allowed i was almost not allowed to read breaking dawn because it had sex in it sex <laughs> my mom was like i don't know if i should let you read it i read it and told my mom there was sex in it <laughs> i was like mom <laughs> they broke the bed <laughs> <laughs> edward broke carlisle and esme's bed <laughs> The disrespect! After Esme <laughs> graciously allowed him to borrow her island. I know. So I read it at the end of fifth grade, and then in, like, seventh grade, I hated it. I hated it oh, so yeah. much. I was like, fuck Twilight. This is the worst thing in the world. That whole thing that was going around, that like, Harry Potter's so much better than Twilight. Yeah. And they both now suck. But I also, <laughs> but I also love them both. True. I don't, I don't have any particular attachment to Harry Potter, but. I, it was big for me growing up. Like, my whole family. We used to play Harry Potter in the backyard. But, anyway. That clicking sound is Lane trying to light a candle. (laughs) And Milo playing with a piece of paper on the floor. Um. Would you like me to do it? Yeah. So, we are going to, oh, and then I forgot to finish my third part of my experience with Twilight is that when I was in high school I was like ambivalent towards it but also had an appreciation for it um it's it's, like what it did for the young adult yeah Lindsay Ellis has a really interesting video about it I think it's called like Stephanie Meyer I'm sorry or something like that don't apologize to her (laughs) but it's really it's really interesting and I think it lays it out in a really well put together way about why people shouldn't hate twilight as much as they did in whatever 2011 but also there are definitely things to criticize about it um even if it's not necessarily the things that we thought we should criticize about them yeah um so we're gonna talk about that today um so first things first mm -hmm. when you read i'm a realist when you read the books Mm -hmm. team edward or team jacob I, okay, so I misunderstood what that meant in my head, in my, like, little 11-year-old head. I was like, who is hotter is what that meant. I didn't oh. know it meant who you wanted Bella to end up with. If if it was who you wanted Bella to end up with, I would have been Team Edward, but I was Team Jacob because I thought he was hotter. So you identified as Team Jacob? For myself, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was Team Edward. Not that I found Edward particularly attractive, but yeah, I just wanted Bello to boot the vampire. Yeah. And it's like, definitely the way it's written. Yeah, for sure. And like, the way, I don't know. Yeah, that's definitely. I don't even, sorry, there's a big truck going by. I don't even know why that debate even existed, because to me, even though Jacob had like a huge crush on Bella and he was like, Bella's going to choose me. I think it was obvious from the beginning that it would be Bella and Edward. Yeah. I think Stephanie Meyer, I mean, I don't know. I can't speak to her mindset. Milo, what are you eating? He's eating a treat. Oh, okay. He found it. Yeah, it's the fish treat he pretends not to like. Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Pet owners understand. They're like, what? What is in your mouth? What's in your mouth? Let me see. And then they swallow it. And they're like, well. Hope you don't die. But anyway... Yeah, so, like, I think that Stephanie Meyer probably created this character of Jacob to tell Bella about the vampires and kind of introduce the story and to have this friend and to have this vampire werewolf thing. But then I think she didn't know what to do with Jacob. Mm -hmm. So she was, like, love triangle? Yeah, I think she also... That really was a triangle. Yeah, I think she also did that, like, white woman thing where, like, I love Native culture. 
and then just put that in her book without actually like properly respecting yeah like native culture yeah she completely took everything from that real tribe Mm -hmm. and never gave them any credit or money or anything Mm -hmm. and it's interesting because she kind of it's like i can't remember she outright says it but it's implied that they live on a reservation the 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 werewolves yeah they do but it's like in my head when i was reading it i thought it was just like a whole different town like it doesn't really get into like i feel like if you're gonna bring up like native american reservations and like have such a prominent native character like you have to at least address a little bit like everything no she doesn't (laughs) (laughs) stephanie meyer's like no i do not (laughs) (laughs) well she didn't but i feel like authors have a responsibility to like not just gloss over yeah everything like i feel like if he was just a character in passing kind of like jessica or mike or any of them Mm -hmm. then fine but his entire character was incredibly important to the story Mm mm-hmm so and his culture was yeah his culture was and in breaking dawn there were some parts of the books that were from his point of view Mm -hmm. so you would think that i don't know i never like i think it could have been good job jordan just crinkling all over the podcast i didn't want the candle to it to catch on fire in the candle (laughs) but i think like I think that it would have benefited if she had, like, properly done her research and, like, talked with other, like, Native people from that tribe specifically. I think that it could have been a really important, like, avenue for, like, a stupid little white kid like me in Massachusetts who, you know, is taught about Native Americans in a very, very past tense sort of way. I think it would have been really eye-opening for my little 11-year-old self to learn at least a little bit about what yeah. modern Native Americans go through. And some, like, representation for modern Native Americans as well. Yeah. But, I mean, I think it's pretty clear um, that Stephanie Meyer never wanted that. Yeah. She just wanted to tell her little vampire story. Yeah. And I um, think that's probably story. Yeah. I think that's probably and I kind of wanted to phrase like all of these like old and new concerns and criticisms as like questions that we could answer. So I guess the question would be did Stephanie Meyer properly represent the is it the Quilluet tribe? I'm sorry. I yeah. forgot to look it up. Yeah, I think I think that's how it's pronounced. I want to, like, make sure... I want to, like, use the proper name for the tribe, but also I did not look up the pronunciation. It's yeah. been so long since I've watched the movies or read the books. Yeah. But whatever. Um, so I'm sorry if I totally ruined that pronunciation. Yeah. I use... I am using the proper name for the tribe with all the respect in the world. I hope that that comes across, even if I can't properly pronounce it so did she represent them properly and the answer is a big fat no yeah the answer is no the answer is absolutely no um and i think there's also issues with i i would go as far as to say she purposefully made them look bad Mm -hmm. which i don't think is too big of a leap i mean she compared them to animals Mm-hmm. non-stop called them dogs all this stuff and i get the werewolves or whatever but like still still and having the the group of native american children mm-hmm. be the villains or uh, kind of the villains to her story of this white family mm-hmm. i don't know and it's completely without nuance like and i'm white i'm gonna say that yeah well they know yeah (laughs) they can tell by my everything also our pictures are on the thing that's true um but one of the things that i really like about the show longmire is that it's this deconstruction of like the quote-unquote like cowboy and indian sort of genre um and it really shows and i think almost all except for the one white guy the antagonists are native americans but they're very very nuanced like antagonists 
like if you know you know the show i'm talking about you have like the reservation um cop Ma- uh, matthias and you have the casino owner jacob nighthorse and then you have the um corrupt reservation police chief malachi and malachi is probably more of like a straightforward like villain but jacob nighthorse and matthias specifically are very nuanced um antagonists to the stories like walt the main character kind of has this vendetta against jacob nighthorse because he thinks that jacob nighthorse was involved in his wife's murder and but it's this really irrational sort of vendetta and the the watcher or i guess you know i specifically you know, got the implication that it was a very irrational, very, very irrational vendetta. And yeah, it's just a really important, I don't know, maybe important is too strong a word, but it's a deconstruction of it. And even though these Native American characters are put in the stereotypical sort of role as like the sidekick or the villain, the show progresses to break these characters out of these stereotypical molds, especially when Walt's best friend Henry um, becomes Hector, who is sort of like the... I'm sorry, I'm going <laughs> off about it, but... I don't know, If you probably have no idea what I'm talking about because we're trying to talk about Twilight, but... Um, this has obviously been something that's been stewing in my brain for a long, long time. And my point is that it's a very... It's a very modern deconstruction of this very um, persistent archetype in um, TV books and movies. And Stephanie Meyer, instead of breaking any sort of stereotype or making these characters break the molds that they've been put in, she just follows those molds completely. Like, Jacob is... Like, I think back to the scene where Jacob, like, forcefully kisses Bella and Bella punches him and it's just funny. Yeah. He's, like, sexually aggressive and yeah. physically aggressive. aggressive. out of nowhere, too. Yeah. Like, you can tell that this, like, it's, Jacob wasn't even a well-thought-out character because of moments like that. Mm-hmm. Where she just used him to, to do whatever narrative she was trying to do for Bella. Mm-hmm. But... It's nothing like the Jacob we saw 20 minutes ago. Yeah. I'm sorry that I went off on like a long my no, no, But to me, I it's just, just these two opposites of yeah. how these stereotypes are represented. Yeah. And I mean, if you, if, I, if you are looking for a show that I think has really good representation for Native Americans, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as far as I know, as a white woman watching it, I think it, it sheds a new light that on Na- like Native American culture... Mm-hmm. that isn't necessarily seen in other TV shows. And it really does a good job of showing also the way white people have just destroyed their communities and stuff. Yeah. So I think it's if that's something that, you know, you are looking to watch, uh, Longmire, I think it's on Netflix. It is, yeah. It's a really good show to watch. Yeah, and it's not perfect, but I think, you know... No. I really, really love the antagonist in that show. I think even if you take like the Native American stereotypes out of the equation and the deconstruction of those stereotypes, they're really, really well done antagonists yeah, to I the show. The thing about Longmire is that all of the characters are very, very thought, like they could be anyone and they would still be a good character. Mm-hmm. Like they're not tied to some shit. I don't know. Yeah. Stephanie Meyer, on the other hand, clearly just wanted to use Native American culture because it made Jacob seem, like, mystical. Yeah. And I think she definitely had her own... I don't want to say agenda. It's kind of a strong word, but, like... I think she, she had her agenda with some things. Maybe not yeah. with this. But she wanted to portray supernatural characters the way she wanted to portray them. And I never really cared about... Like, people were so, so angry about Edward's sparkling... Like, yeah. people were so mad about that. I like, that's re- not a real vampire. Yeah. I remember being, like, 12 and seeing that and being like, cool, he sparkles. I know. That's so awesome. <laughs> this is the skin of a killer, Bella. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> but, like, 
she clearly had her own thoughts on how she wanted to portray supernatural beings. And there's nothing inherently wrong with that. But when you're using a native culture that you do not understand to further that idea of making, of changing these traditional supernatural creatures, I don't know, like just don't, I feel like that's very prevalent, not just in Twilight, but like, um, Windy yeah. Boys, if you know what I, I don't. Um, it's disrespectful to say like the actual name of the creature, um, but I have seen them referred to as Windy Boys um, to avoid naming them specifically, and other things, other names of creatures from Native American lore that we just throw around at random, not respecting the fact that in many cultures names are very sacred and speaking the names is very powerful and i don't know she just equated native american culture native american lore with a made-up supernatural creature yeah and i think she she just used it to um i feel like she used them and the culture like the cultural things that are like i can't speak she used that to teach bella about vampires so to push that plot forward then she used them to do new moon because Mm -hmm. edward needed to fuck off and be depressed so (laughs) and then in eclipse she used them again to let them die for some of them die yeah for the the vampires, yeah. the, the quote-unquote good vampires. Yeah. I feel like there wasn't a moment where they weren't used for something mm-hmm. to further that plot. Mm-hmm. Like, there was nothing that was just for them. Yeah. Which, I mean, I uh, I get in a way because the book is very clearly about Edward and Bella and, like, the Cullens. Mm-hmm. So, okay. But if you're going to make... This, if you're going to use this culture and bring it up and make it seem so important, it should pretty pretty bleh, it should stay important throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So another question I so you know in conclusion, Stephanie Meyer did not do the Kaluet tribe justice. Yeah. Um, and another question I wanted to pose. This one I'm a little bit more qualified to answer. Um, really? Because you went off on the last. I one. know I did. <laughs> Um, I think probably because yesterday was Indigenous Peoples Day and I saw so many people just rocking their culture on TikTok and it was really amazing to see everybody just celebrating and loving their culture and it was really amazing to see. Um, But another question I wanted to pose was, and this was a big topic of conversation in like, whatever, 2009. (laughs) Was it creepy when Edward watched Bella sleep? Here's the thing. I I think that... Oh, people yelling outside. I want to say yes, and mm-hmm. I think it's weird. Mm-hmm. But I think also... I don't know. It's so weird because I think... I think I it think, makes sense in the context of the book. Yeah. I don't Your think, human boyfriend should not be doing that. No, I don't think Edward ever did it with the intention of being creepy. Yeah. Edward wanted to make sure she was safe. And Edward, mm-hmm. I feel like, was, like, fascinated with her. and Her not, humanness. Yeah. And because not, they, like, go to all these high schools and again and again and again live through the high school experience. But they can't get close to anyone. Yeah. And now that he has sort of accidentally become close with her, I can understand it in the context of the book. But if if it was like a human person, it'd be weird. And I think also, pretty. it's been a while since I've read the books. I've watched the movies recently, but it's been a while since I read the books. But I'm pretty sure she gives him permission pretty early on. Yeah. Like, she knows he's coming and doing this and hasn't told him not to. Mm -hmm. So, I don't think... It's cre- I, I mean, if if your human boyfriend wants to watch you sleep and you're like, hell yeah, you can watch me sleep, I don't think that's weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's weird, but I don't think there's anything wrong with if it. If your human boyfriend climbs in the window sneakily and leaves before you you wake up, that's creepy. But it's I think it's about the effort of being creepy when it's like your human boyfriend. Yeah. But if it's your vampire boyfriend and he can just go whoop 
in your window. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a bit of a different story. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know. I think not to that I could really place myself in the situation, but like if I was Bella, I don't think I would hate it that much. Knowing yeah. how I am, and I knew there were fucking vampires running around and shit, I'd be like, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure, okay. Sure, okay. why don't you stay here? Even though Edward's twink ass could not have protected <laughs> Like, I know in the book he's strong, but I know he's a weak ass vampire. Mm-hmm. I know he's strong, like, against humans, but I just know that, like, as a vampire, every other one of the Cullens can beat his ass. <laughs> he's the fastest, but they can all beat his ass. That that was just such a big thing. Like yeah. back in the day everyone was like, It's so creepy, it it you know, makes girls have this standard of their boyfriend and it like gives it permisses like creepy behaviors with them. Yeah. And I think there is some level of like warping teenage girls' expectations of relationships, but also it's just like an escapist yeah. novel. It's meant to be like I don't- these i don't think stephanie meyer is the first person to write a novel where the romantic standards are just wildly unrealistic she's not the first person yeah she's not the first person and she's not the last person when i think also people aren't giving teenage girls enough credit Mm -hmm. like and maybe it was because i was a little baby lesbian but I never read Twilight being like, oh boy, can't wait to have a boyfriend so we can climb through my window and watch me sleep. Yeah. Like, it never was like that. I I don't think anyone read this with, like, thinking about their own future mm-hmm. relationship partners in mind. Like, yeah. when I read Twilight, I was like, oh boy, let's see what these vampires are up to. Yeah. It was, it was never like, oh, I wish this was me. Yeah. Okay, I have a big one that I think is going to be a controversial... Between us? No, like, just in general, because I have kind of a controversial opinion. Because I wonder if there's going to be one that's going to make you and I fight. Maybe. Maybe. But my... Say one thing about Esme. I know! And I will (laughs) drop you. Esme's a bad character. Shut up! She's amazing. She's never done anything wrong, ever. (laughs) Alright, go on. So, this is the big one, the big question. Is it creepy that Jacob imprinted on baby Renesme? I I don't I have always thought not exactly. I think I think the movies made it worse than the books. Yeah. Because again, it's been a while. But the books they stress that you can imprint on someone and it doesn't have to be romantic and sexual. Mm-hmm. Like you can just imprint on someone. And I don't necessarily like that they're out here. I don't know. Like, yeah. I just... I don't I think, think that- Stephanie Meyer did it with the intention of being like, he is in love with a baby. Yeah, I think she more or less did it to explain the infatuation that Jacob had with Bella. Mm-hmm. Because, like, half a Renesmee was up in Bella. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> But by that logic, he should have been in love with Edward, too. Yeah, but logic does not exist. (laughs) I think in Stephanie Mines' little... Stephanie Mines. Stephanie Meyer's little brain, (laughs) she thought, oh, perfect. Yeah. This explains it. I... No hate, but I know she did not have proper sex ed. (laughs) She doesn't know. She's like, yeah, it's in Bella. (laughs) I think, too, it kind of... It signifies, I think, a growth for Jacob's character because he obsessed so much over Bella, but he has to kind of abide by Renesmee's rule as she gets older. Mm-hmm. Like, it's understood within his community that, like, you are only what the person you imprinted on, like, you are what they need you to be. And there's a scene in the book, if I remember correctly, where another um, werewolf has imprinted on a little girl. And it's a very, like, yeah. big brother, little sister relationship. Yeah, I think it was Paul? No. Paul, I think, imprinted on the girl that he f- screwed up her face. I thought that was Sam. Oh, I don't know. I yeah, don't remember. It was one of them. 
I don't... To be honest, I don't remember. I don't remember. The movies do not talk about it enough. No. But um, it's a very... It's a very big brother-little sister thing. So Jacob... And it's, it's clear that if the relationship becomes romantic, the person, the imprintee, has to be old enough to consent. And yes, there's a... I think there's a layer of creepiness there when yeah. a, when a grown person has a romantic or sexual relationship with someone they knew as an infant. Yeah. I think that is very creepy in the like real life. In real life, and I definitely disagree with that in real life. But I think that people I think it kind of goes along with the Edward climbing in the window thing. like Yeah, or Edward being 100 when Bella's 17. Yeah. Like, it's a supernatural story. He is mentally and physically 17. 17. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that there's a level of weird creepiness to it, but I think also in this world, she... Renesmee will always be protected. Renesmee is helping to, like, unite the werewolves and the vampires. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I I don't think it's as creepy as... I think people people. blow it out of proportion. I think people... Well, I think especially people who've only seen the movies. Yeah. Because the movies very much make it seem, okay, one day we're going to get married. We're going to love each other. We're going to whatever. And that's that like they don't explain it the way they do in the book where in the book it's like i'm going to be there for her in whatever way she wants me to be Mm -hmm. it's very mormon yeah (laughs) and the movie is just though like they do that future scene where they meet on the beach do you remember that yeah i do and like that's kind of all they do to explain it and they make it very seem very like romantic when i don't necessarily think it always is Mm -hmm. in the universe Mm -hmm. in the twilight cinematic universe (laughs) i think that in the books in general stephanie meyer veers wildly between this very like chase like very innocent non-sexual love between bella and edward and then like so horny like in breaking dawn at the start of breaking dawn they are both so horny. Bella's so horny from, like, <laughs> it, the end of New Moon mm-hmm. on. Yeah. She's like, I have to be dicked down. <laughs> so we're going to have to mark this one as explicit, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, I've said the F word too many times. Yeah. And I just said dicked down. Yeah. But, yeah, I I don't feel... It's a little creepy, sure, that Jacob imprinted on Renesmee, but... I don't feel as strongly about it as other people do. Yeah. I can understand why people find it creepy, but, like, I don't know. It's, I don't think that is the creepiest thing about Twilight. Mm-hmm. Or the creepiest, even line toward a child that, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One of the science, the science teacher had a crush on Bella. What? I think that's the worst part. I don't remember that. Okay, I can't remember if that was in the book. <laughs> Listen. I It was either said by Stephanie Meyer in an interview or it was said in the book. Because it's been going around within the Renaissance. Mm-hmm. And I know that like it's known as being canon. Wow. Yuck. Icky. That's yucky. That's yucky. Yeah, that's real yucky. I have another question for you. Okay. I think this is going to be the last question, and then we'll do your... Do you, you don't have more questions? No, this is my last question. Okay. Do you think the Twilight Renaissance is a good thing? <sighs> okay, so I think that in a way, yes, because I think it's allowing people to like something that they were just bashed for liking years ago Mm -hmm. like and I think that's nice and I think whenever people can unapologetically love something that brings them joy it's a good thing and I think it's also bringing some questions about representation and all this stuff forward and I think that's great and I think it's allowing us to look at this stuff in a 
different light, and I think it's promoted some critical thinking, mm-hmm. brought forward some great memes. <laughs> um, but I think there are also some negative. I think there are negatives to any type of hype around any type of movie or book mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I have one. I actually have one more question. Okay. <laughs> What's your thought? I mean, you're not. You haven't really been involved in it. Yeah, I haven't really been as big into the Twilight Renaissance. I think it's fine. Yeah. I'm not really that into it. I know a lot of people are, like, really attached to, like, Rosalie or Alice or Bella or Edward or whatever. I'm the only bitch out here attached to Esme. Yeah. (laughs) Specifically. But I know a lot of people and they're like, Alice is a lesbian and blah, blah, blah and this and that. And if that helps you feel, like, more, like, if that helps you understand yourself more and helps you love yourself a little more. Mm-hmm. then hell yeah love yeah. this character and whatever and if you're having fun i don't have a problem with it yeah just the memes are pretty funny yeah just don't hurt anyone yeah as long as no one is getting hurt yeah exactly it can't be worse than what stephanie meyer has said or wrote yeah or written it can't be worse than the shame that stephanie meyer feels knowing that 50 shades of gray came from twilight I just know that lives in her head rent-free. What is wild about (laughs) Fifty Shades of Grey being based on Twilight is that while I think Bella would probably be into all that shit, Edward is a baby. (laughs) He was born in, like, 1900. No, Edward's expecting Missionary in the Dark forever. (laughs) I didn't want to say that because he's... Ugh, Okay. But yeah, that's what's funniest. That's the funniest part to me. That and I know it like keeps Stephanie Meyer up at night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question. Okay, last, last question. Last question. It's not so much a question as something that I think we should talk about before we get into your okay. like little game that you want to do. Your little game. <laughs> Jasper <laughs> was a Confederate soldier. And we were all just fine with it. I wasn't. I wasn't. I never liked that bitch. I didn't know what that was. I didn't know. I was, you know, my weird ass self was reading books. (laughs) I was reading books about the Civil War when I was in sixth grade. Battle scars. You know that bit where he like does the Radio Rebels mark and he goes, battle scars. (laughs) (laughs) I (coughs) think... Here's my thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's sitting up on her knees. Everyone likes to say, well, I just imagine him as something else. I imagine him as a Union soldier. He was a spy or whatever. And that is fine in your little brain, I guess. But I, my- If you think Jackson Rathbone is sexy, just say that. Yeah. You don't have to say Jasper. Yeah. Well, my thing about the whole Confederate soldier thing is that... We already have enough people sympathizing with the Confederates. Mm -hmm. We don't need more people doing it. And I think also having this character that you love and that you want to just defend Mm -hmm. to death is a problem when you're not acknowledging that this is an issue. Mm -hmm. And I think, I know it's just like a young adult book or whatever, but I feel like it also... It's brought up completely uncritically in the book, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's brought up uncritically, and I think that it's... It's just a thing. Yeah. And it's just a thing everyone's like, okay. Yeah. Um, And I think the problem... The problem with this is people reading this character who's supposed to be a hero who was a Confederate soldier. Mm -hmm. And looking at him as the hero. And then I feel like that can change the way people think about confederate soldiers Mm -hmm. and i've already seen it like on line people will be like well you know not all of the confederate soldiers did this not all of them were this bad some of them did this some of them did this it wasn't about slavery and all this stuff Mm -hmm. it was and the confederacy was i if it's the same thing about like german soldiers in world war ii if you were just caught up because you don't understand there's not the level of like understanding of political circumstances that we are lucky enough to have now yeah but <laughs> the german 
like Germany as a whole under Hitler's rule and the Confederacy as a whole was about slavery or yeah. it was about like Nazism. Yeah. And it's really that I'm, simple. Yeah. And if I'm remembering correctly, Jasper was like rising up in the ranks. Yeah. And he was like, like I signed up at 16 because I, I believed about, in the Confederacy. I lied about my age because I wanted to be a, 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 a part of you. Like maybe he didn't know when he signed up. Mm-hmm. But toward the end, he did. And we I'm sure we are thinking more critically about this character than Stephanie Meyer did. Yeah. But there is an issue when this character, who is written as the hero, has led to people spreading false information. Because mm-hmm. I don't think we need to be humanizing or sympathizing with Confederate soldiers. Mm-hmm. Like, point blank. And I yeah. know it's a children's book, but then you have children who grow up and post things online when they're 23 years old. Like, yeah. well, not all of them did this, or it wasn't about slavery. Yes, it was. I, think- I, can, I can cite multiple different professors I've had mm-hmm. who will tell you, yes, it was about slavery. I can pr- bring up some primary fucking sources that mm-hmm. I still have from classes. Mm-hmm. It was about slavery, and if you don't think so, I'm sorry. <laughs> you yeah. are, have your wrong opinion, but do some more research. You're entitled to your wrong opinion. Yeah, do some more research and without your vampire soldier in mind. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, that sounds so cruel, and it sounds so bitchy, and it sounds so, like, preachy, but there's a problem with characters who spread, who allow people to think differently about things that shouldn't be thought differently yeah and he was clearly proud of being a confederate soldier even in like 2005 when there was a clear understanding of what the confederacy stood for which i think is the problem like if 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 he had been like oh my god i'm so sorry i know like i think i don't think it was necessary to the book whatsoever for him to be a confederate soldier just because he wanted to teach them how to fight i think there were plenty other of wars you could have gone for yeah but um or he could have just been a a union soldier yeah like why are you i don't i don't think can i finish my point real quick yeah sorry i think (laughs) i like like i don't think it's necessary but i think if he had been a reformed like confederate soldier he was like it was wrong and it stood for this and whatever point you want to make even though i don't think it would have really made sense within the context of the book so it should have just been cut altogether by stephanie's editor i don't think it was necessarily i don't think you can necessarily put it 100 percent on stephanie when there's like 15 other people like 15 bajillion other people in like her her editor her publisher her agent whatever who could have been like stephanie take that out (laughs) that doesn't need it like have i don't know do do something else don't do anything else um but I think the fact that he is an unrepentant former Confederate soldier is a big problem. Yeah, I agree. And I think her editor should have been like, Hey, Steph, um, I'm not going to publish this if you keep that in. I don't know. I mean, I think you are too forgiving. Well, I'm not saying that she is completely off the hook. I'm just saying no. that someone, other someone should have caught it before this book was published. Yeah. I, I think it, I think it makes it worse that when you think about it, there are so many opportunities for this to have been stopped. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's shitty, but I also think she wrote it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I don't know. I just think that she has said so much shitty things or done so much shitty things or... I don't know. I just have, like, nothing. Like, I, yeah, everyone else should have stopped it, but I am like, girl, you shouldn't have written it. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, at the end of the day, you shouldn't have written it. Um, and yeah, someone should have stopped her, because I can understand, I guess, someone uneducated, but she's clearly not uneducated. Yeah. Or if she did it without thinking, or if it was in the first draft, and someone had set her down and been like, Stephanie, this is why this is wrong. Yeah. But it was clear, it's, it, it's a mark to me of a culture that we have that lets this sort of thing slide. Yeah. That it that they wanted to romanticize him being a soldier without thinking of what he was fighting for, which was slavery. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
as Americans, we are not even just Americans all over the world. We let shit like this slide. Yeah. Because. But I mean, look at Germany and how, how shameful they are of Nazis. Like. Yeah. But we're not. We're not. We let this shit happen. I mean, we had Nazis working in America after World War Two. Mm-hmm. Just, they were like, hey. Hey. Because we're like, hey, can you come help us? Science. Yuck. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's a problem, and I think it's not even the fact that he is a Confederate soldier that is the problem as much to me as the fact that people just defend him so, Mm -hmm. so much. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's, it's the misinformation and the... It's the misinformation for me. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. All right, let's do your game. On a more lighthearted note, let's do the game. Yeah, we don't have to. No, I mean, I already okay. brought it up. <laughs> yeah, you already brought it up. Let me look for my... It's in you my notes. You said you were already ready. I was ready. Found a wrapper on the floor. Yeah. 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 Okay, so... We're just gonna... I'm gonna read some quotes, and you have to tell me whether or not they're from Twilight or not. Okay. So... I decided as long as I'm going to hell, I might as well do it thoroughly. Yes. From Twilight. Mm -hmm. One point for me. I've got my fingers up. (laughs) Hmm. I'm sorry. Silence. (laughs) Your number was up the first time I met you. Yes. Two points. You have to say it so they know. (laughs) Sorry. Um, every day I have to refrain from doing what my kind is meant to do. Yeah. No. That one's no? Not, no. Did you make that up? Yeah. <gasps> Worm. Uh, I dreamed of Alice that night. That's from New Moon, right? <laughs> no, I made that one up too. Shit! <laughs> I could have sworn that I remembered a line like that. From I mean... New Moon. If it's in the story. Because <laughs> she, see, she sees Alice, right? Like, before she, she goes to ema- Italy. She emails. Yeah, she sees Alice. And yeah. she emails with Alice. Well, um, she tries to, and Alice yeah. is, like, disconnected. <laughs> She's, like, into spam. <laughs> <laughs> Alice, I'm so depressed, I'm gonna kill myself. Spam. Junk. Junk. <laughs> in her Yahoo mail. Junk. <laughs> On her, like, Blackberry. <laughs> okay. Um, without Edward, I am nothing. You made that up. Yeah. She probably said it. She but, probably thought it, but... but. <laughs> okay. Hold on, I have some more. I just have to pull them up. I should have compiled... Bella's a simp, but not that much of a simp. She's a simp. <laughs> <laughs> they both simp for each other. <laughs> they do. They both simp for each other. Okay, while I'm looking these up, favorite mm-hmm. Cullen. Favorite Cullen. And why? Hmm... Okay, can I say a controversial, a controversial Cullen? If you're gonna say Alice, no, it's not that controversial. It's okay, not controversial. Renesme is my favorite. Renesme. She has a stupid name, but Renesme is cute. Yeah, I like. I like that. I like sort of the tapping into the less straightforward mythologies, since Renesme is kind of like half human, half vampire, and which is not, I think. There's, like, a name for it, but I can't remember what it is. Like, a creature that is half, you know, demon, half human. And it's yeah. a very distinct thing. And I think Renesmee has never done anything wrong in her life. True. Least favorite. Jasper, obviously. Who isn't Jasper. <laughs> um. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You're going to hate me. Do not say Esme. No, it's not Esme. Carlisle. No, I changed my mind. I was gonna say Carlisle because he's kind of bland, but he has—he does have a lot of religious trauma, and I can fuck with that. Carlisle's the only man that I would simp for. <laughs> um, the bitch that ratted out the Cullens to the Volturi. I said Cullen. I know she counts. She's like their vampire cousin. Irina. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fuck her. Like, fuck her. Stupid bitch from Lost. Why didn't she hear Renesmee's heart beating? She was like a, a yard away. She was a dumbass thotty in Lost, too. <laughs> <laughs> Saeed deserves better. 
Um. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite, obviously, Esme. Mm-hmm. Um, chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Even though she's literally just a housewife. Yeah. <laughs> what about it? <laughs> She's pretty. Not the best writing ever. She's pretty. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not, not the actor or how they look, but least fate. Best... the characters, I love her as a character. <laughs> She's literally just a housewife. She. I would love to just be a housewife. So, <laughs> so jot that one down. Sorry, I'm gonna be poor forever. So you're never just gonna be a housewife. Shit. Okay. Um, and least favorite. This is going to be. Least favorite that's not Jasper. But not Jas- that's not Jasper. That Jasper not is Alice. Okay. Confederate fucker. <laughs> she, well, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, she's kind of bland, too. She's annoying. She's so annoying. If I was just vibing in class and this bitch danced into the room, I'd be so annoyed. You're walking down the hallway, she jumps over the railing. <laughs> she's like, hey, Bella, birthday party. <laughs> Like, if I was Bella, I'd be like, can you back the fuck up? <laughs> um, I also think she was, like, the meanest to That's true. the pack. She'd That's be true. Like, no, Rosalie was the meanest. Okay, Rosalie was... Rosalie's kind of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, but she was still the meanest <laughs> yeah. to the pack. Alice was pretty mean, too. Hmm. Those two were the meanest. Of all oh, of yeah, them. Alice was like, you're blocking my vision. And Jacob's like, I... <laughs> <laughs> Alice would be like, you fucking dog. <laughs> And I'd be like, Alice, <laughs> you don't remember calling them dogs? <laughs> That's a hate crime. I know. Jordan just fucking repeated a hate crime on the podcast. That's what she would say. And she'd be like, you smell awful. And I'd be like, That's so mean. <laughs> I remember being like 12 reading it and she'd be like, oh, what's that awful fucking smell? And I'd be like, that's so mean. <laughs> Bella doesn't mean to smell bad. It's just bad. a teenage boy. It's just Bella. <laughs> just charlie like, oh my my favorite colin is charlie <laughs> no a cab <laughs> no but it's charlie he fucked olivia dunham that's true <laughs> we're just getting wildly off <laughs> okay so here's another one mm-hmm. no one's ever loved anyone as much as i love you you wrote that no it's real hmm. <laughs> i've like i figured the sentiment but yeah it's see i don't know i just thought i had an estrogen rush <laughs> you wrote that no <laughs> what 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 book is that from i think it's from twilight no so okay no dude pleased that men's eyes watched me from the mo- from the time i turned 12 that's from t- that's from the books yeah yeah I can't remember if this is Rosalie thinking when or if it was Bella. Hmm. It, it was, must have been it must have been Rosalie when she's doing her flashback. Yeah. Okay, so these ones are all like obviously from the books and movies, but when I ask people what their craziest or dumbest lines from Twilight were, they told mm-hmm. me these and like it's obvious. It's the fluorescence. That's from the first one, right? Yeah. I'm going to try and guess which book it's from. Yeah, it's from the book or the movies. Mm-hmm. It's the fluorescence. Oh, right. <laughs> when she's, or- she's like, you look like shit. And he's like, it's the fluorescence. <laughs> she's like, your eyes are a different color. And he's like, ugh. Um, <laughs> you had a hundred years as a vampire and that's the best you can you come up get with. contacts. <laughs> you couldn't just be some bitch that wears colored contacts for fun. <laughs> You nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster. Breaking Dawn! Breaking Dawn! Nessie is cute. Ness is cute. cute. That's another reason she's my favorite. Cute nickname. I punched a werewolf in the face. Eclipse. Yeah. Obvious. Spider Monkey. (laughs) Twilight the film. Stephanie Meyer would have never written such a bad one. (laughs) (laughs) Remember? I, I think that's cringe. But the worst one I think is when is when Rosalie says "my monkey man" about oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> my monkey man. <laughs> like oh, okay. If I, if I was Esme in that scene, cause she's standing right next to her, I would have simply had to put her up back up for adoption. <laughs> That's such a sexy scene though, with supermassive black hole. And the whole scene's sexy. It's sexy, the so I can forgive scene. it. The whole scene is. I can sexy. forgive it. Rosalie was just horny. <laughs> she is she even Italian? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, her I name's Bella. I got it. Who said them? Do you remember? Um, the first line was Rosalie, and the second line's Esme. Emmett. Emmett. Close. Um, let's see. Is Esme all... was in the scene. Yeah, Esme was in the scene. <laughs> <laughs> the first Esme scene. Okay. Um, that's all I had for that. Okay. Okay. Hold on, we're gonna play Fuck Mary Kill. Okay. <laughs> with, with only the ones that are over eighteen, of course. So Fuck Mary Kill. Charlie. <laughs> Carlisle Esme. <laughs> Even though they would love to be a thruple, Charlie would. <laughs> okay, so I would kill. Carlisle, because he deserves to be put out of his misery after, like, (laughs) 700 years. Um, fuck Charlie, because I know he would do me good. And Mary is (laughs) Charlie's hung. He's hung. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Mary as May. Mm -hmm. Fuck Carlisle. Kill Charlie. Rude. I hate the cops. (laughs) (laughs) If he he was a fucking fireman, maybe. Okay. You pick one. Okay. Fuck, Mary kill. You'll have to remind me if a character is not over 18. Um, Bella after her birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Bella after new moon. Yeah. Bella after new moon. Because we remember that birthday party. <laughs> Bella. That um, somber ass birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> Bella. Um, Rami Malek. <laughs> Benjamin. Benjamin. Because, because Emmett, not Emmett from the show, Emmett, my friend, shout out to him for loving Benjamin and Jacob as a couple. And the sexy Amazon vampire. I don't know her name. Me neither. Okay, well, I'd fuck her. Mm-hmm. Marry Benjamin, kill Bella. <laughs> okay. Um, I would kill Benjamin because he's too powerful. He can control the elements and I don't like that. That's too, that's too much, baby. It's too much, baby boy. Um, I think he might be underage. Not Rami Malek. I don't know. I'm saying Rami Malek Benjamin. Oh, so him as a person. <laughs> as a human being. Okay. <laughs> Rami Malek. Um, and I would, I would fuck Bella after she becomes a vampire. Because I feel like she would go absolutely ape shit. <laughs> She'd fucking kill you. I know. And I would marry the sexy Amazon woman. Because she's sexy. Yeah. Okay. Um, Rosalie. Mm-hmm. Emmett. Alice. Kill Alice. Yeah. Same. Uh, fuck Emmett, because, again, he would go ape shit. <laughs> It'd be quite an experience. And marry Rosalie. Even though she's kind of mean. Actually, can I reverse it? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing, too. <laughs> I would kill Alice, fuck Rosalie, marry Emmett. Yeah. I Emmett's just Emmett. a good time. Yeah. He seems, like, fun. Always vibing. <laughs> He's just vibing. Um. <laughs> Esme. Okay. Uh, Esme and Esme. Okay, so... <laughs> fuck Esme from Twilight. <laughs> kill Esme from New Moon. Marry Esme from Eclipse. No, wait, switch it. Marry Esme from Twilight. Fuck, <laughs> fuck Esme from Eclipse because <laughs> she's ready to fight. <laughs> fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> Esme... Elizabeth Reezer's wig. <laughs> Peter's wig. <laughs> and Elizabeth's eyelids. <laughs> okay, I'd fuck her wig. <laughs> the Twilight Esme wig is beautiful. Um, I I'd fuck her wig. Mary Peter's wig from Twilight. <laughs> And, the <laughs> and I'd kill Elizabeth Reeser's highlights <laughs> from New Moon. <laughs> you punched the highlights out of her hair. <laughs> so, um, uh, 
I wouldn't, that reminds me of the story. So apparently in the first Twilight movie, movie Peter, who plays Carlisle, mm-hmm. um, dyed his hair blonde. And then in New Moon, when they had a different director, he, like, walked up to the director and the director was like, we're gonna get you a new wig because your wig in the last movie fucking sucked. (laughs) And Peter was like, that's my hair! (laughs) (laughs) And then everyone, that also, like, everyone shits on Esme's hair after the first movie. And I, like, that's so mean! That's her hair! (laughs) That's her real hair! (laughs) (laughs) And Nikki Reed's hair looked best in the first one, Rosalie, because mm-hmm. it was her real hair, but mm-hmm. she had to wear wigs because her hair was, like, falling out. So Oh, I, my God. Why she is was it? bleaching it so much. Yeah. So, like, I can forgive the ugly wigs. Yeah. What is up with the extensions and the wigs they would put on Kristen Stewart? I don't know, man. Like, her hair looked fine in the first movie. Yeah. She looked cute. It. I think everybody looked best in the first movie. Yeah. I think because it was that just... That blue tint. I know. Chef's kiss. Just, it was, like, low budget, and there wasn't really an expectation. Even though it was kind of big when it came out, and everyone was like, ooh, the vampire sensation. But, like, when they made it... Yeah. All the, like, grown-ups filming it, like, maybe not the younger ones, but, like, Peter, Elizabeth, and, like, the older cast. Not, like, they're old, but the older cast. Mm Mm-hmm. They were just, like, indie vampire movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I definitely think that the first movie... Yeah, what's your favorite, like, of the movies? Twilight, the first one. Yeah, Twilight is, it's the most enjoyable. It's also just, it's, like, so, it's bad, but it's also not bad. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, and all the characters look the best. Although I do appreciate breaking, both Breaking Dawns, because, um, more Cullen scenes. I like the Cullen scenes, like, as a family. I think Mm -hmm. it's such a fun dynamic that they didn't explore as much as they Mm could have, which I get, it wasn't about that, but... Yeah, and Robert Pattinson hadn't necessarily fallen into his, like, deep depression of (laughs) self-hatred for playing Edward. Kristen Stewart hadn't fallen into, like, the deep depression of heterosexuality. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like everybody, nobody could have known it would become the thing that it became. Yeah. Everyone looks how they were supposed to look, too. Yeah. Um, well, kind of. Yeah. I don't think there was ever... Oh my god. Ever a a strong enough description in the books, except that Edward was, like, otherworldly beautiful. I don't think that was really too much of a description for them to follow. For, well, there was some for the characters, I think. A little bit, but, like, none. And I feel like, too, there's this weird, this really bizarre standard for young adult adaptations where it's, like, this character's a redhead. Why is she blonde in yeah, the... Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, unless it has narrative significance, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I, think- I, I never really bought into that, like, weird hype, but so many people would get so mad. Yeah. I mean, there were some that I thought it should state. Like, when it comes up multiple times... Yeah. Like, Katniss think- should have been a person of color. Yeah. Like, at least, like, mixed race. Instead of just Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. I think they, I think, I think that was what Suzanne Collins was kind of going for rather than just like a pasty white girl. Yeah. I mean, Jennifer Lawrence looks like, looked like she just came from the Antarctic instead of like a girl who spends all her time hunting in the woods, but whatever, that's a different conversation. Um, for Twilight, I think like they could have been whatever, but I think Rosalie had to be blonde. Yeah. They made that pretty clear. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. The rest of them kind of could have been whatever. Yeah. Like, Emmett had to be buff. Yeah. But other than that. Oh, and it was like Rosalie and Jasper were blonde and the other ones had dark hair and that was really it. Yeah, because like, I think it was supposed to be like all the ones with lighter hair came from Yeah. Carlisle's family and all the ones with darker hair came from Esme's family. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember the whole story. Yeah. And at this point, I can't remember what is like from the stories and what has just been made up online. Yeah. Um, shout out to my Twilight group chat. <laughs> I love y'all. I think, and two, at the end of the day, like, I got a lot of inspiration from Twilight because I can remember being, like, 11 years old and watching the bonus features and Stephanie Meyer talking about how she had a dream about a vampire and a human in a field, and that was where Twilight came from. 
And that was really inspiring to me as a kid that you could just take something that you had just dreamed and turn it into this like expansive world that so many people were invested in. And that was really inspiring to me as a kid. And probably one of the reasons that I ended up pursuing writing instead of just leaving it as a hobby. And so I owe, I owe Twilight that in a way. And yeah, I don't think I can sit here and pretend it was all bad. Yeah, and I just remember, just remember how much, like, joy it brought me as a kid, mm-hmm. how fast I would read them. Mm-hmm. Like, I was obsessed with it, and then, like, now, how much joy the memes bring me, and, like, mm-hmm. my friends I've made online, because, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's nice to just have something that everyone cares about and loves, and mm-hmm. I think... It, get, it got a lot of shit back in the day, mostly because it was made for teenage girls. Mm-hmm. And we love to just crap all over anything teenage girls love. Mm-hmm. Now I think that we're all older and we can, like, critically think about some of the issues. It's good to bring up those issues, but also it's nice to just, like, rediscover something that you loved when you were younger. Yeah. you have any other closing thoughts? I think I said everything I want to say. No, um, we have an Instagram, if anyone's listening and wants to follow our Instagram, it is at undergradspod, I think. Isn't it the undergradspod? It might be, let me check it out. Silence, as Jordan checks her phone. Nope, undergradspod. Oh, I was wrong, sorry y'all. Um, and I'm gonna post some of my favorite Twilight memes (laughs) this week (laughs) to promote the podcast, (laughs) because I have a lot. And it's up to y'all to figure out which ones are mine. <laughs> because I have I have quite a few that have done well. <laughs> Alright. We love y'all. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.